Welcome to the Brunch Ladies of Conchi Consignment, where you never know what we will be serving up. Hello, welcome to episode 75 of the Brunch Ladies. Molly, hi, welcome back from your travels. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. I'm well. I see by looking at us, we both just recently got out of the shower since we have our wet hair. Had a shower for our for our brunch. Sunday brunch. Sunday brunch. I got some. Oh, we both have coffee this morning. Got my positive (laughs) cup. I got my eBay for business podcast cup. Yeah. So where do we even begin? I talked a little bit about um, travels and Maine and everything last week. Mm-hmm. So you were, you hiked a mountain. I hiked a mountain. Yes, I did. Um, and I survived. I'm here to tell the story. <laughs> I didn't think I was going to survive on many occasions, but uh, yeah. Yeah, it was quite interesting. It was one of those things that you're like, what have I gotten myself into? I might actually die today. And then at the end, mm. you're like, I'm so freaking proud of myself that I did that. I was so proud when I saw those pictures. And then when you were telling me about it, I was like, that's kind of like a metaphor for life, what you were saying, and just for, for getting through things. And yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and it was, so the one I sent you pictures of was the first one we went to that had these rock trails we had to climb that I wasn't 100% aware of until we got out there. And, but that wasn't what we did the last day was even worse. And worse in the fact of it was truly up a mountain. Um, The other was up and down but you did a, a whole lake it was like a 5k hike around a lake mm-hmm. um, and some of the you know it was up and down some and one half of the lake was all rocks so you were kind of climbing up and down rocks but it wasn't up a mountain so the last one nick says oh let's do i found one that's i think a little easier girl i was like what are we doing? (laughs) At first you start and you got to walk across this beach and then you cross some water and you're getting the woods and there's like stairs, you know, rock stairs going up. Uh And then it's like a little bit of an uphill climb, but it's like roots and paths. And, and then all of a sudden you literally are on this sheer wall of rock and there's blue little spray paint lines that kind of, like you're searching for these because you don't know what direction. Do I go this way, that way? Mm-hmm. I was like, what am I doing? I'm trying to find the picture that Nick took that showed the, um, maybe this is it. So it was 145 feet of elevation, the Great Head tra- Trail. Oh, wow. So as we're going up and I'm climbing up this mountain, And I'm literally like I had my hiking sticks, but sometimes I had to get rid of a stick and hand him one because I I had to grasp rock and push on a stick to pull myself up over this rock and get on it. And it was treachery on some of them. And some of them were literally on on a cliffside where you're looking at a steep drop and you're on rock that's about. It sounds so cool. 
but scary. I'm scared of heights. And so I just had to keep looking forward because I knew if I looked down, but once you got to like stop places, it was the most beautiful view of the sound and the beach and the mountains. Mm. And it was worth every minute of it. The whole time I kept saying, every time we went up, I was like, okay, we must be done. We got to go down soon. And no. <laughs> then there was another up and another up. And then I was like, how do we get down? And Nick said, well, it's a lollipop. Meaning I had to climb down those steep rocks that I climbed <laughs> So it was scary, but it was good. Um, I did have a couple of moments of, I, I don't know if I can do this, meltdowns, you know. Um, but you I, did it. Do I need to call a helicopter and airlift? Oh, my, my gosh. <laughs> oh, my gosh. You know, all right. So as you guys know, I met Molly for a, a, a leg of the trip. And I think Sherry would be proud. Sherry, um, we did the Country Connects event with her. Um, but then we volunteered for the 5K um, in Wait, I'm going to get confused now. South Berwick, Maine. Yes. And yes, I, I do have one big regret from the trip. Do you have any idea what that is? Not participating? No, I had so much fun at the 5K. I <laughs> no, I had so much fun at that 5K. I loved every second of it. Um, no, it was, we forgot to bring our mascot, Pink Floyd. <gasps> okay, well, let me tell you something. Let me but tell you there's another part. Okay, all right, because there's another but part. What your other part? Hey, Michelle, first of all, I want to say good morning to Michelle. Yes, good we're morning. talking about Acadia, and I am in love with it, and I'm going to summer there eventually. Like, stay Hashtag Molly Summers in Maine. That's, yes, that's our new Molly thing. Molly Summers in Maine. Not this coming summer, but we're going to start summering every May. Anyway, go ahead. So what was the other thing? So not only did we leave Pink Floyd, but the person who named Pink Floyd, our friend Jill, lives in Maine. Stop it. Yes. And we didn't, we didn't get to connect with her. And all right. So next trip, Jill is in the mix. Pink Floyd is in the mix because we have all these main connections, which is just absolutely phenomenal. But, you know, it was just too much going on, too, too much, much going on all at once. And uh, so next time we'll do it better. Floyd, Pink Floyd will be in the mix. Our mascot. Uh, we need to hook up with with Jill. Who named him, right? She has a, a pretty good connection to uh, Pink Floyd. <laughs> and she is right there in Maine as well. Yeah. So I'm looking forward to it. And right, Sherry's right. new gym. We got to see Sherry's new gym. So I was going to say she'd be yeah. super proud of you for doing um, the hikes and the climbing because she is so fitness oriented and she's embarked on this new adventure. And yeah. I could make a mainline joke. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I have something to tell you that I haven't even told you yet. I, I did a thing. Uh, when we talk about okay. Floyd, I thought, oh my gosh, if we'd have brought Floyd, Floyd could have had a friend. Remember when I took Floyd to Miami, he met Pete the Pelican. Oh, right. Walmart. Well, we could have gotten Floyd. Originally, I was like, we could have gotten Floyd like a lobster friend from Maine. Yeah. No. No. Because I did a thing. I adopted a puffin. 
Oh, Lord. Did, wait, did you see any puffins or was it too no, late? No, because they aren't there. It was too yeah, late okay. to see them. But I went to the Puffin Project, which was so cool. Watched the movie, learned all about the scientists that brought the puffins back to Maine and saved them from extinction. And I was like laughing, crying. And I'm like, I just love this project so much. So I adopted a puffin. So I'm waiting now anxiously for the mail to arrive because what they do is the scientists that are on the on the island actually find the puffin for me and they will fill out and type me a letter and they it's how old it is, the gender, the personality, like they watch it for a while and they'll, you know, give me an idea of what its personality is like. Then I get to name it. Oh, so, wow. They could have brought Floyd a little puffin friend. Oh, my God. So when we were we were in the car, and we were talking a lot about puffins and where they winter and everything. Was what we had looked up about them going out into the um, ocean, was like that accurate? It is accurate, yes. Oh, okay. They go off into the ocean, and it's the, um, what do they call it? It's the underwater mountain system that has a name off of Cape Cod. It's like. 200 miles out. And I they I was hoping they would have some kind of visual of that. Like, I really want to see it. Yeah. But what I learned was the puffins go out and when they leave, they are, live solo. Like, it's a very mm -hmm. lonely life during that time. But then they do come back to the same burrow and they typically mate. But when they go off, they go off separate. Oh, so not a, wow. No, so I pictured them all leaving together like a gaggle right. of geese and they all yeah. go and float around in the water for a couple. No, it's very solo. They do it alone. They don't all, they don't go with their mate, but they do meet back. Oh, I love that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They need some alone time. They're like me. <laughs> the little baby puffins. Oh my gosh. Are they the cutest little fuzzy things ever? <sighs> Oh, wow. so cute. But yeah, so, I'm now a mom of a puffin. Oh, wow. Congratulations. Yeah. I can't wait to hear updates on that. Yes, so was there anything that you like took away from that as far as like things we can do in our everyday lives that, you know, besides what we do and shop secondhand and, you know, contribute to the circular economy and... That's huge. Is there That's anything... That you can think of, like a takeaway that maybe our but audience all, wouldn't be aware of. It all goes down to greedy humans and why they almost went extinct. Um, I mean, I, I'm a human, so I can say it. we are a greedy breed. You know, we're a very mm. selfish, greedy breed. Um, and we almost took them out down to literally one couple left in, in Maine years and years ago. Um, this gentleman, I can't think of his name right now, I wish I had my book up here with me, actually went to Newfoundland and took eggs out of burrows, brought them back and literally brought a population of puffins back. But it took many years for the babies, you know, they would bring the eggs back, raise the babies and hope that the babies would come back because they're like sea turtles. They go back to where they were born to oh, yeah. their babies. And but it took a while for them to actually stick and come back. Like, I think it was over seven years before the first one actually came back to its original place to burrow there on the island in Maine. But 
the big thing is, um, well, back then it was people poaching for whatever they needed, feathers and whatnot. But I think the biggest thing we have right now from what I saw and read is what we put in the ocean, the litter. I mean, it was really sad to see some of the videos of things that are stuck on them out there. And, you know, we've always been one with the soda can um, plastic that holds the six pack together. We've always Mm -hmm. like scissor cut that because growing up on Hilton Head, you know, I would always get drilled into me about how fish and things and, and animals would get caught. Sea turtles would get caught in those holes. Yeah. But it's really hard to look at and think you don't, you know, I just think people don't think about it, but sure, sure. where to put your garbage. And it put me back on that. I really, and I've been doing it for a while, but I want to even focus harder on less plastic usage. Like mm-hmm. really staying away from plastic. Plastic, disposable. Yeah, just kind of changing our... So, super exciting. I announced it on our Insta Resale Therapy Live is next week we are having a special guest and it is Colleen of Back to Earth Compost Crew. If you are not following them on Instagram, you absolutely need to be. And you can find out next week why. But I mean, that ties in with just living a more sustainable lifestyle. Mm -hmm. And they do an incredible job and she is incredibly knowledgeable. So we're just so excited to have her on and, and bring a little bit. Wow. That came like full circle. That was weird. Yeah. So we're going to be bringing you uh, more people, uh, more members of the community that are, you know, contributing in a, in a positive way that you may want to connect with. I know on our YouTube channel, we have an outtake of um, an Earth Day series that I was a speaker at, but that one wasn't recorded. Um, but we did an outtake uh, through Back to Earth Compost Crew all about it highlights Heroic Gardens, which is amazing. We'll have to have them on. Uh, and um, Cara Jo's skincare. So she is all about bees and what it actually means to save the bees. I'm going to link up that video because it was, she did such an incredible job and there was so much, I thought I knew what, you know, save the bees meant and how to make a positive contribution, but um, I, I didn't fully understand it. It's not exactly what we, what we think when we say save the bees. So um, did she mention about people spraying their yards for mosquitoes? I don't, I don't believe she did. I have a real hard time. You know, I am like a mosquito magnet. In fact, right Mm -hmm. now I have about 70 on my body Um, from my hike and then getting home. I just got eaten alive, but I have people, even a neighbor two doors down, that I know they have their yards treated, but I've always thought Mm -hmm. I don't want people spraying chemicals in my yard because I don't want to hurt the bees. Like I literally, if they kill off mosquitoes, what else are they killing off? And I don't want to kill off the bees. Yeah. So Mm -hmm. I don't get it treated, but my neighbor was just talking about it yesterday about how they get their yard treated because it was so bad. And once they did that, it's much better. And I just, I go back and forth, but I really, I, I've heard people say you can do it without it. My thing is I've bought a bunch of lavender, a bunch of um, 
um, Nick keeps calling it echinacea. Citronella. Citronella. <laughs> funny going, how's that echinacea doing? I'm like, it's citronella. Now he's got me calling it echinacea. Citronella plants and lemongrass plants and putting mm -hmm. them on my deck in hopes that that helps. And it might a little, but not. I, I, I need to make a forest of it. Lemon balm and all that. And just Yeah, yeah. But I don't know stats on that and, you yeah. know, what that treatment involves. I know a lot of people do it for their pets to avoid, mm -hmm. you know, ticks and things like that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I, I honestly don't know. Yeah, I want to find out more about that because I'm wondering if there are ways to do that that truly are safe for the bees that don't harm them. I don't know. Well, I think maybe if we can get Cara Jo on here, we can find out. She might be able to offer some insight into that and so much more. Oh my gosh. All right, Michelle says save the bees is so important. All right. I have to I have to work on that uh getting her on and let's ask her some of those questions because I also want people to know about what she's doing in this incredible business she's running, this sustainable. She is a teacher, but she runs um, a bee, what do you call it? She's a beekeeper. Her and her husband keep bees. Wow. And she uses that in her a lot of her products. So yeah, it's pretty amazing. Wow. All right, our bug bite suckers are here. Michelle ordered us some. If you have been following us and- uh, resale therapy is more, well, it is therapy, but mm -hmm. <laughs> Thursday nights we, we solve all kinds problems. of problems. Yeah, we solve all kinds of problems. Like, like mosquito bites. <laughs> <laughs> like mosquito bites. So we were on there uh, the one night, and I don't know, we were talking about mosquito bites. And because uh, I had said, one, I remember I had a bite on my ankle. And you said, I said, it is so bad. It's on my ankle and it's just so bad. And then you said, I think the top of the foot is the worst. That is the oh, absolute yeah. worst. And then Arlene came on, go ahead and said. Yeah. And she said, I got, I bought this item. It's a bug sucker. So it just sucks out the, whatever the mosquito puts in you that you react to. I should know the technical terms, but I don't. So. Uh, sorry, but bottom line is it works. You get this. It's like almost like a little vacuum pump that you just put on the mosquito, whatever kind of bite. It doesn't have to be a mosquito bite. And it just takes that out. And the sooner you get to it, the better. So, so I left. remember that came out because I asked on resale therapy, I took my fingernail and put a cross in the bug bite. And I said, okay, yeah. else? put your cross in the bug bite. I was always told you got to put the cross in the bug bite. So the itch yeah. goes <laughs> and that's when she said bug suckers yeah. so she did sherry so oh, the next my... day sherry texted me and she's like you jinxed me i got a bug bite on the top of my foot and i'm dying and there and... was a picture of her pretty little foot with a bug bite on it <laughs> yeah so i sent her a bug sucker i got one for my mom and then michelle got one for me <laughs> So I can't wait to try it out. I've just been like hiding from the bugs as of late. Oh, I can't seem to hide from them. I got more yesterday. Well, I need. I I haven't been going outside as much as I normally do. You know, it's so irritating. It's really hard when you're as sweet as I am. It just I know. Much more I know. <laughs> so I was going to say too on the bees and the and what we were talking about about yeah. sustainable living and the puffins and that kind of thing. I, it's always been something important to you and I both, as we know, when we met each yeah. other, 
learned that about each other way back when from things that were instilled in our childhood and all. But I did feel that getting out again and going to Maine, and it's not just Maine, it's not about Maine itself, but getting back out. And I felt this way when I went to Olympia, when you're traveling and getting out and actually doing things like hiking and get taking the boat rides and things like that, it just brings things back home. You know, even mm-hmm. if they don't necessarily talk about it, when you're out there, you realize it's just so beautiful. We got to make sure we keep it that way. You know, um, I can't tell you how much litter we picked up here and there walking places that, we would pick stuff up out of the arboretum or the, and you know, we'd see a wrapper or a whatever. I People was still litter. Yeah. Listen, I was shocked to see cigarette butts through the hiking trails of Acadia national park. Why would you smoke in a national park? I mean, wildfires, the winds off the ocean. Oh right? yeah. Yeah. Wow, that's I'm I'm really surprised. But then I'm thinking physically, how can you hike that mountaintop that I had a hard time getting my body up if you're smoking cigarettes along the way? <laughs> that's an excellent point. Excellent. I mean, let's get let's even come aside from the wildfires and smoking cigarettes in the park and leaving your butts on the ground, but physically, holy moly. Yeah. Yeah, I remember. Do you remember when litter was like a big topic of conversation? Like, you don't see it's not really a topic of conversation. I'm surprised it. Yeah, recycling is now more the topic when litter needs to be. And I, something that's eye opening about litter and homelessness is taking a train ride. When I took mm. the train across country, the litter that you see is gobsmacking. And the amount of homeless cities and tent cities and people that are homeless is just, it's in places you don't realize it is. And it's very eye-opening when you get on a train and take those kind of back roads and see what's going on. But the litter is just, it's maddening. Like, I don't get it. Anyway. Yikes. W-H-Y-Y. Uh, has a thing right now about how most litter is under four inches. What? what do you mean under four inches? I don't know that I understand that. Like size Under four inches of brush? Like a pile. I don't know, Michelle. Help us out here. <laughs> I know. Like it's not bigger than a pile of four inches or? We're just uh, not getting um, it. They're not dropping gallon jugs, but like a four inch eraser. I don't know. (laughs) I'm curious. I am too. Oh, each piece. Oh, measures under four inches. And adds up each piece. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Because everybody, I guess, you know, you think, oh, it's just a little thing. It's just a little thing. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Interesting. Bad. Interesting statistic. Thank you. Thank you. All right. So what do we have? What, what's going on this week? I mean, last week was was fun. I Oh, you brought us some cool uh, items from your travels on Insta Resale Therapy. That was really cool. And some of it's still sitting here, like my Italian vase that I oh, love. Oh, I love that so much. Oh, my gosh. If you guys are listening, watching, whatever you're doing, hit the thumbs up button. So 
so we feel good about ourselves. I don't know. <laughs> Give us a little pat on the back, would you? Yeah, that's all. Subscribe, yeah. review, and uh, <laughs> look at Michelle says she's keeping that vase. LOL. Are you keeping that vase? Are you keeping it? No, I need to sell it. I bought it to sell. I don't right. know. Well, now that we're talking about it, once you get it up to sell, put post a picture on uh, social media so everybody can see see what it is before it I sells. Did, I did get the Morazic picture up yesterday, I think. That was cool. That's yeah. really cool. Yeah. Love it. Okay, Love so it. I posted something this morning. I don't have it up here to, to do it, but I just want to tell you about it because I don't know if I you've seen it. Have you been on to look at? Uh -uh. I got this fabulous vintage Christian Dior bangle bracelet. No, no, I definitely haven't seen that. It is zebra and it is um, pony hair and it's vintage. I want to say 1960s. I read oh, very rare. Only one other person has one right now, and it's the smaller one inch. This is the two inch. It's really cool. Oh, I can't wait to! I can't wait. Let's go. I gotta go check okay, it out. Bye, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> it's really cool. Um, it's it's really cool. I wish you I had have the neatest finds. The neatest yeah. finds. This is. I loved. Yeah, I love, I love Reese out there because I get to see what your finds are. <laughs> it's fine. It's fun. Like this heavy one that's still here that I got to figure out how we're going to ship and list it. Oh my gosh. Like literally my shoulder. You're going to throw your back out with that girl. It is so heavy. It now, hurts you, my you shoulder. You probably have to take the crystals off to ship it. Oh right? yeah. Do they come yeah, off we easily? No, they'll yeah. definitely come off and get wrapped individually for yeah, sure. Yeah. No, those will come off. I just put them on for re for resale therapy and to photograph, and then I'll pull them off and wrap them. Oh, I can't wait to see all the cool things you're bringing us. Oh, yeah. so I had this week. All right, so I don't know if you remember this because it was like three years ago, but I had this cool apothecary scale. Okay. Remember this? Avery and I got an auction for like five bucks. Maybe no, I'm thinking, when I like think that. scale, I think of the baby scale that we have that's so cute. <clears throat> no, this is like a like a glass encased. You would know it like when you see it, um, you'll know it. But it was just okay. this beautiful antique apothecary scale that we got at an auction for like five bucks. And that's not the reason I'm telling you guys. All right. So that sold, right? We put it up. It sold to a collector. That was great. Not so great to ship when you're talking about all those thin glass panels and weights. Not so awesome to ship. But oh, I while I was going to ship it, you know, I take all you take all the pieces and parts out so you can secure it. And there was a drawer on the bottom. So I pulled the drawer out and there was a secret compart like a another compartment, a hidden compartment behind the drawer. And in that was a baggie. And it had all these coins in it and um, like a Greek dollar, like a drachma, I guess. Cool. And okay, so it's in there and a little piece of gold. So, yeah, all right, confession time. It sat in my drawer for three years because I didn't want to list the coins because it wasn't a consigner's. It was mine. I could wait. 
And yeah, it just sat there for three years. So I finally got all the items up. I made myself do it. There were a couple goodies in there. One was our oldest item. It was 18... I, I don't 18... know, 78 maybe, something like I that. I think it was 60 something. And it was a Morgan dollar. And uh, the buyer got it. I put it up. It sold right away. There was also a peace dollar from the early 1924, I believe. And the rest of them are not as exciting as those two. But I put them up. They sold. I should have put them up three years ago. But anyway, that was our oldest item sold this week was that Morgan dollar. Quite a few people guessed it right. You're right. It was 1878. 1878. I love when we do the oldest items because we love the history and everything. So you're inspiring me that I have this huge, ginormous bag filled with coins from one of the estates that I really need to get through. I just keep putting it aside. um, Mm. Because it was super easy with Google Lens. Yeah. Super easy. Yeah. I did a couple originally, but then I was like, meh, and I put them aside. And I was like, I'll get to them later. And then things like a vintage Christian Dior pony hair <laughs> weaver bracelet come around and it gets pushed to the wayside. So, yeah. Um, I also, speaking of shipping, real quick, um, people can start looking out. I have a local person who has connected with me who, um, has the basically I hit the mother load on children's baby things um, and just went this morning and picked up a lot of baby or children's wall art and so when he reached out to me about it I was like oh the shipping the shipping you know they're like I think 11 by 14 and 16 by 20 but when I met him before I made the decision of what we were going to do and how we were going to do it, they're all individually boxed and ready. Oh, to ready to so I was like, okay, we can do this. <laughs> oh, I can't wait to see yeah. all of that. They're really cool. They're very different. And they, um, some of them are signed. Some of them, he knew the artist, but they weren't um, the, manufacturer did not get the artist to sign it, but he knew the artist, but you know, I just love kids. You know, I used to do designing children. Yeah. This is your jam. So will that be going up on our app? So it'll be going up. Yeah. It'll be going probably, oh yeah, it'll go in the baby boutique and up on the app as will some of the other, I got a lot of baby stuff all new. Oh, awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Time. I loved our baby Yoda from, I had a, uh, consignment of a lot of baby Yoda oh. Disney costumes, outfits. They were How outfits. I mean, I would, if I had a baby, I'd probably dress my baby in that every day. I wouldn't wait for Halloween. Okay. So that rem- so cute. reminds <laughs> me, did I send you, I did show you the video of my neighbor. Yeah. Yes. We have this little neighbor, Ava. I've probably oh talked gosh, to her on here before. We've adopted her as our other child, neighbor <laughs> child. And Ava's cute as pumpkin pie. And um, so we got her, I had found a Yoda towel, you know, the hooded towels that our toddlers all wore, monkeys, fish, frogs, whatever. Well, there's a baby Yoda one. And when I saw it, I just had to get it for her. And so her mother sent me a video of Ava in her, wearing her little Yoda towel. (laughs) She goes up to the mirror talking to herself and her Yoda thing and says, "Divorce." It's with me. 
Uh-huh. Yep. And walks <laughs> off in their little Yoda. <laughs> cutest, cutest little thing. So every so we have a thing about baby Yoda with her. She was baby Yoda for Halloween. I had to get Nick baby Yoda pajamas so that because Nick and Ava are buddies. So she loved that Nick has baby Yoda pajamas. Oh my gosh. Yeah, it's a thing. It's a thing. Gotta love a baby Yoda. Yeah. Gotta. All right. Well, let's get to work. I got a lot. I got, let's get to work. Let's get some stuff posted on that app. If you guys haven't downloaded our app yet, the Conchi Consignment app, you just go into the app store, search Conchi Consignment, load it, and you can see all of these new fun things that we're adding into our inventory. Maybe even if you're a consigner, some of your items will be on the app. How cool. Items are on the app. Um, oh, and what? You got a very special consigner in Maine when, during our travels. We did pick up a new consigner. We did, and her stuff got listed yesterday, so her Ooh. things are on the site. Yes, she's nice. got some beauties, beauties. So welcome to the fold. You know who you are, and we are happy to have you. So it's yep. always yes. it's always fun uh, yep. to welcome a new consigner into the fold. She was a, definitely a customer. Um a shopper and now she's a consigner as well love it yeah and we white glove service drove right to maine picked them up from her and brought them back <laughs> and I got them all up yesterday so yeah i mean if you live in hawaii whatever we may be willing to you know do white glove pickup or it's something possible. like that if you live um, in a great location <laughs> yeah. I mean, costa rica i don't know switzerland um you know we'll come get it <laughs> don't overcommit now. Generally, we do drop off for our consignment items. Generally, we do drop off, but uh, where that a train can take me, I'll come. Plane, right. got it. Now I'm right. flying soon, so I got to get over my fear of flight. You got this. You hiked up a mountain. You're all set. You're all set. I hiked up a mountain. You can handle a plane ride, says the woman who's absolutely freaks out every time she gets on a plane. They keep saying face your fears and but you'll have Michelle, right? Are y'all yeah. going together? Yeah. Yeah. I'll be all by myself. <laughs> Don't wanna be. Well, my daughter has inspired me because she has been getting on planes and traveling and she's gonna be have to having to do that a bit for her job. Um and her internship so uh she's inspired me to just get out there and just just do it i used to fly all the time for work i used me to fly too. all the time i used to fly all the time and it really stinks to have this utter fear that you can't control a flight when nothing makes you happier than travel i love travel more than chocolate i love travel more than blueberry beer but this fear of flight is killing me well, you're facing it. You know, maybe it's okay to be scared of it as long as it doesn't hold you back anymore. That's all. Let's wrap it up. All right. <laughs> all right, ladies. Well, guys, I, I'm assuming ladies, but no, there are guys that listen um, to us. So wait, sorry next, about that. Next week is the special guest. Next week we have Colleen. Yes. And then That's the following week. Oh, wait, will we be together the following week? I don't know. I'll be in Philly. 
Oh, all right. So we'll have to see. All right. We'll figure all that out. Who knows what's coming to you guys from French ladies? As I like to say, our tagline is you'll never know what we will be serving up. Even That's we right. don't, even we don't know what the weeks to come. We could be shoulder to shoulder in two weeks. <laughs> I don't know. I always love Michelle says, I always love nothing more than an airplane ramp. Getting on and off is awesome. Whoop. There you go. Getting Hold off that. is definitely awesome. As my mom would say, put that in your pipe and smoke it. Yeah. All right. <laughs> All right, guys. I got more mountains to climb and get things listed. Bye, y'all. To see what Conchi Consignment is serving up on the daily, visit us at ConchiConsignment.com or on Instagram, Facebook, or YouTube.